Welcome to Lawyers Who Lead. I'm your host, Seagal Barnes. As a reminder to all of our listeners, this week is a bunch of short-form interviews with leaders at the ABA Tech Show Conference in Chicago, Illinois. We'll be returning back to our original episode programming starting next week, but please enjoy these episodes. There's a ton of great insights. So without further ado, let's get back to our next guest. Welcome to Lawyers Who Lead, a podcast that challenges the notion that the law lags behind. I'm your host, Seagal Barnes. Each week, I invite a lawyer who's making powerful changes through extraordinary leadership. In each episode, we'll travel through another lawyer's life, identify what they do best, and then devise how to apply these concepts to your own world. So let's get to it. We have here with us Haley Altman, strategic advisor at Latera, the leading provider of workflow, collaboration, and data management solutions for law firms and legal teams globally. Haley has led 10 acquisitions in less than two years for Latera and now shifted her role to support Latera's leadership team and their M&A and product strategy as a strategic advisor consultant. Haley leverages her experience as a corporate attorney, founder, and entrepreneur to advise various individuals and organizations in the legal tech space. She is also the leading person to talk to if you want to better understand legal tech, processes, and workflows that lawyers need while also maximizing client satisfaction. Let's get into our next interview at the ABA Tech Show right now. Haley, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me, Scott. Of course. So I would love to get right into it. If you can help us understand a little bit more about your story. Yeah. And specifically, how did you get to where you are today and to where you are in your role at Latera? Yeah, it's, it's been a, actually quite a journey. So I was a practicing attorney for over 10 years, um, both on the West Coast and in the Midwest. I was a partner at Eisenhiller where I helped lead our venture capital vertical. And so really working with clients to understand how to help them grow their businesses and then ultimately exit. And in doing that work, I just kept seeing the same pain points. And I would be at the office until three in the morning tracking down signature pages. So we could close like a $100 million deal the next day. And you just, you see this and you're like, man, these details are so small, but they're so incredibly important. And a client like doesn't necessarily understand all the work we put into it, but they understand if they don't get their money on the day they expect. Yes. And so it can taint an entire process if the closing doesn't go well. So I left um, after making Equity Partner at ICE to start Doxly, a transaction management platform to really kind of hone in on some of the pain points that we were experiencing because I love being a lawyer and I wanted people to love being a lawyer. So how can I take those pain points, those administrative burdens that are really risk important and automate those processes? So we launched in 2016 and built the business over the next three years um, and had a great number of customers on a kind of more of a global basis and sold the business to Latera in 2019. And then at Latera, I helped expand the transaction management business with their London acquisition and then moved up into Latera to really help them focus more on their business development and strategy. And then in 2021, ultimately took over running M&A strategy. And so I helped them through their next journey of acquisitions. And we bought 10 companies from January of 2021 till June of 2022. And so it was quite an exciting, like, but it was really like you got to sit there and think, what do people need to better further their practice? How do you help them? Latera is all about bringing it to the lawyers how do we help you get back to doing the things that you love to do and in the way that's going to help your clients in the biggest way? So it was quite an amazing journey. And so then after the 10th acquisition, which was Micron, I decided to move into more of a consulting role there. I advise on 
on like strategic matters for them. I still help on the M&A side and what's the direction, how can they stay connected to their customers. And so it's been a great role to like be able to take a step back from like being in the thick of just the strategy around the acquisition and think more holistically about the business. But it's also allowed me to work with other startups and other people looking to serve the legal industry, which is just really where my passion is, is how do we help the industry move forward? I love this story so much for so many reasons. The first one, which I love that you said, is I love being a lawyer and I wanted to help ensure that other lawyers continue to love being a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important because as many of our listeners know, like being a lawyer is not easy. There is a lot that goes around that. And they're very important to society. They're very important to ensure access to justice. And so we want people to stay in this industry and to be able to empower them with tools that help them live better lives so that they can do those things, right? So I think it's wonderful that you do that. And I always particularly love when there's a legal tech company like Doxley, where they have former practicing lawyers that are so deeply passionate about the practice of law and they're not pissed off about it, but they're like really trying to create something to empower it and make it better. And I feel like that's exactly what you're doing. No, I I think that's, thank you. I mean, I think that makes so much sense. You can see problems and you can approach solving a problem from like a negative way or this is a pain, we have to eliminate this. Or you can think about it more holistically, like how can we make this better? Because sometimes if you automate something, it didn't change a bad process. And so like you actually have to be willing to think about like how do we work Mm. and how can we better work so that we can do more for our clients. And I loved seeing these companies take this idea and form a business around it and take it to the next generation because then you're actually, as the lawyer, you get to sit there and see the newest thing come to market. And I did a lot of biotech work too. And so to be able to like look back and see now drugs that are on the market that help people on a daily basis, we get to help all these companies achieve and do meaningful things in the world. I'm now on the board of Paladin and we build technology that enables law firms to do more pro bono work effectively. And so you can really, you can be at a big firm and still give back to people yes. that really need it. And it's I think that's just a really cool thing that we could do. Absolutely. And I know that people can't see us right now and they're just listening, but I'm looking at Haley and she is so genuine and so authentic about everything that she's saying. Like you can feel it exude from you. <laughs> Truly, yeah. like it's really amazing. Um, I want to ask you, so why the ABA Legal Tech Show? Why do you show up here? Yeah, Doxley was part of the first ABA Tech Show Startup Alley. So we were here the first time that ABA Tech Show put it on and Bob ran it. We got second to Time by Ping, which has now been rebranded as Laurel. And it was just amazing to be able to connect with people. And so I just am so passionate about seeing new technology. So I love to come here and see what people are bringing to market. What's the next thing? And then I love that Tech Show brings in practitioners that want to use the tools. And so when you're here, you're getting feedback from them on what they actually need in the market. It's a nice combination. That's a really important piece that I actually haven't heard said yet, um, at least on this podcast, which is you learn so much from the exhibitors, but the exhibitors get to have so much feedback from the attendees. And what a great exchange of information and knowledge and such an important part of innovation is having that feedback. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the benefits of when you do have people that are lawyers that are in your company is you have people that have experienced it. But if you only look to the lens of your own experience, as opposed to taking in all the feedback everywhere you can get it, like Tech Show, you're missing out on how everyone else does things. You can get tunnel vision on what you're building or how it comes together. And so I think being here, being a part of the community, like it just really helps you kind of continue to refine your messaging and what your purpose is. So 
based on all of this knowledge, based on all of this feedback that you've been seeing, what is one of your biggest takeaways? Yeah, I really think it's about how do you connect with your customer and get your message out there. And I think there's a lot of people when you're looking to like kind of make a statement in the industry, you get like a minute with someone to tell them what your purpose is and how you're going to help improve their lives or what your technology is going to do. And being able to like really make that message clear and concise so that it can resonate with people is so important. And you can see at the different booths when people really are on that, everyone gets like brought in more. You bring them into what you're trying to do. And that's how you get that feedback. But that message to the community, to the practitioners is so critically important. It has to be to the point. Yeah, if I could dig deeper there for a second, because I think that's really great advice. For anyone that is at Tech Show now or someone that wants to exhibit in the future and has that one minute, is there any piece of advice that you could give to someone? Yeah, I think one of the things you have to do is you have to practice. You have to be able to say to a stranger, here's what I do. And so you have to um, practice that with other people. I think a lot of times we want to kind of hold on to what we are having and we worry if we share too much, then people are going to jump on to what we're doing. And it's you have to share. You have to practice it. You have to ask someone that's not in the industry to listen to your pitch and see if they understand and can repeat back to you what you're actually trying to accomplish. Your pitch needs to also resonate around what is meaningful about what you're doing. So not just the negative problem, not a feature. I think a lot of people, when they pitch their message, they pitch features. Yeah. And if you pitch a feature, then people want to know what other features there are. And then right. they will find the gap or crack in what you're doing. I remember when I was pitching Doxly and we had just launched this signature solution and I was so proud of it. We were automating signature pages. No one had done it before. And I was so into the overall, like, what did we do? The woman, first thing she said was, um, it appears that your font is Times New Roman 12 and I prefer Times New Roman 11. Can you change it? And I was like, I just changed your life. <laughs> And you want to know if I can change the font size? I'm sure that the engineers could do that in like 20 minutes. But like, that's all she took from it. When my message was, you create thousands of signature pages in a deal. And if one person's title changes or you need to change the signer, you have to manually go into every single document and change that. And that's risky and that's time consuming. We're going to take all of this and make it so that a click of a button generates hundreds of signature pages accurately every single time. And I got away from the message of what we were going to accomplish because I was so excited about the features. So when someone comes to your booth and you've got your like screen showing that exciting new thing that you've built that you're so proud of, if you focus on that, you lose the message of what you're overall trying to accomplish. And so pitch your vision and your message, the problem you're really solving and why you're uniquely set up to do it and not those features. They're exciting and you'll show the features later, but it's really about what you're accomplishing. That is excellent advice. Absolutely excellent. Because like you said, when you were having that conversation, it distracted. Yep. Like this small thing, like a font, which by the way, so hilarious. <laughs> Only a lawyer could literally be like, but what about? But what about the font though? <laughs> but the font, like please, like, <laughs> no, focus. Exactly. And I think it's really important. I think what I'm hearing you saying is it's important to communicate what you do and how you do it, but it's more important to communicate why you're doing it. That's perfect. Yeah. Awesome. One more question for you. Yeah. What does leadership in law mean to you? 
leadership in law means really taking time to understand like what are the things we could do to move the industry forward. I've always felt like law is like an interesting team sport. You're, you work at a firm, but you really work with your clients kind of on an individual basis. And so leading with your clients is truly understanding their business, truly understanding their problems so that you can be a real partner to them. And so you can lead more by taking that extra time to really understand what their goals are because you may have done that type of work a million times. And so you think you know what's best, but if you don't understand, if you don't really take that leadership role to listen to what the client really wants to accomplish, then you're not going to lead them to the place that they really want to go. So you may get a great result, but it's not the result they wanted. But then from a firm perspective, like there's an opportunity to continue to lead in the industry and challenge how you work with clients and how you practice and how you bring technology into further, like how you can work with people. And then I think from the tech side, like leading in law says, I'm not going to just do things the way they always were. I'm not going to just be okay with the status quo. I'm really going to make a point to challenge how we do things. I agree. I feel like all of this is about listening. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the theme that I'm getting from you yeah. is like, listen closely and don't assume that you know, just because you have some experience and it always come with a fresh perspective because you never know what kind of insight you're going to get and feedback you're going to get. Yeah. I think one of the things that makes lawyers so special and I think why lawyers, an interesting fact of lawyers being in the tech community is that we're lifelong learners. And the second that we stop learning and the second that we think we know everything and that we've seen it all and that we've figured it all out is the second that we lose our ability to really keep pushing forward and then kind of lose that leadership. You become stagnant. So it's like that curiosity and that love of learning that we brought with us when we came out of law school, like you have to find that and keep nurturing that as you go through your career. What a great way to end. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, I really thank you for having me. Yeah, <laughs> this is absolutely. great. And if there's anyone out there that wants to connect with yeah. you, learn more about what you do, how can they do that? Yeah, they can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Haley, Haley Altman on LinkedIn, and I'm, I'm happy to connect with people and talk more. Awesome. Thank you so much, Haley, for being thank on the show. You. Thank you for having me. Thank you, leaders and future leaders, for listening today. We have a new guest every week, so don't forget to join us next week. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe or follow us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also follow at Lawyers Who Lead on social. Let's celebrate and continue to build a community of leaders in law together. Lawyers Who Lead is made possible by Lawline, the leading online platform for lawyers who want engaging, relevant CLE and professional growth content. For over 20 years, Lawline has helped hundreds of thousands of attorneys level up by providing award-winning courses in hard-to-find areas and high-demand fields. They have so many courses to choose from that are actually really interesting to listen to and watch. That's why Lawline's rated the highest in the industry with over 1,000 verified reviews on Trustpilot. Lawyers who lead listeners get $100 off Lawline's unlimited annual subscription, which means you can take as many courses as you want for a really good price. Just visit lawline.com slash podcast to get the special offer. Check out Lawline for the best content for leaders and future leaders in legal.